<laughs> a new shock alcoholic. It's a cool meeting. Um, yeah, I'm grateful uh, to be here. Grateful to have my road dogs with me, my boy. Um, yeah, I'll just uh, just get right. Ten minutes, right? So that's my time. Okay. So yeah, you know, I'm from Redondo Beach. So uh, grateful to be out here in the OC. My brother lives in Irvine, so I was just here last night actually. And um, yeah, I'll just kind of get get through it here. You know, I, I grew up in uh, the South Bay and loving family, good household, you know, parents were together, culture, values, you know, um, family was just, you know, there's no reason to have the extremities I did, you know, and I was just always an extreme kid getting in trouble with the substitute teachers and, you know, just messing with back of the bus balls and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, high school came around and, and, uh, I remember, uh, alcohol was my, um, my uh my master uh, <laughs> you know but it was it was my um gateway drug and uh you know within the first month of drinking i remember the uh i had like nine shots of bombay sapphire like my freshman year when i was 14 and again my stomach pumped at torrance memorial hospital my whole school's like dude what the you know excuse my language what the heck is wrong with the noosh you know like and uh this i swear started then i swear mom i swear i'll never drink again you know i swear i'll never do that you know i'll never jose cuervo never again you know i swear you know and and you know put me on a lie detector test i truly believe with every ounce of me that somehow some way it's going to be different i have a peculiar mental twist that every time i drink and, and something horrific happens and then i get my my sanity back and i get myself together that I am for sure never doing this again. And uh, that started early on with me. And so throughout high school, what happened was, um, you know, did a, did a lot of, um, you know, weed and uh, mushrooms every six months because I read online that it's good for you spiritually every six months. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, just a lot of pills and drinking all the time. And, and uh, um, yeah, it just, you know, countless alcohol poisonings, uh, just, you know, became a daily drinker by my mid teens. And, uh, it just, it just got ugly. Um, and, uh, you know, right after high school, I go on a Europe trip and I get kicked off this Europe trip for excessive drinking. And my, my mom said, don't get kicked off for excessive drinking. I come home to the nightmare news of, you know, uh, uh my dad having stage four colon cancer. And, uh, so for the next two years, I'm 18, 19 years old. My dad's battling this and I'm basically watching my dad disappear. I'm taking his you know, fentanyl patches to my neck. I'm, I'm taking all of his pills. I'm getting, you know, handles of liquor, 30 racks and just getting messed up with my friends and just escaping reality. And, and I just could not fathom the, uh, you know, losing my dad, you know, again, culture, love, values, love, good household, good family, you know, and uh, I just couldn't imagine it. And so he ended up transitioning and passing away. And I had a white light experience that just self-knowledge was enough, you know, just knowing I have an alcohol problem was enough. And uh, so I, you know, because I was reading inspirational books, I was running, exercising, you know, eating salad one bite every 30 minutes, you know, <laughs> he saw like a, a glimpse of change in me. His dream was for me to be sober too. And so um, I moved to Santa Cruz. I was actually with my buddy Foshin here. We were up living in Santa Cruz together and uh, just kind of full flight from reality. Cause I was like, I'm just going to be a music major. That's the only thing I'm good at. You know, music's always been my gift. And um, so I go up there and I just completely lose my mind on you know, psychedelics and drinking. Next thing you know, Barack Obama's talking to me through the TV. There's cameras in trees. Helicopters are after me. It's the end of uh, Goodfellas. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Look at out the, you know, the helicopters. And, and you know, it's just I'm hearing things that aren't there, seeing things that aren't there. And I'm, I'm just 
completely out of my mind. I get a DUI three hours into my 21st birthday. And, uh, you know, I, I moved back home to the South Bay and, and I, and I try, you know, I try getting sober for real this time. And I'm 21 years old and I go to Hermosa beach men's tag. I meet my sponsor, Dave, who's still my sponsor today. And guys like Josh, you know, uh, who's going to be the 45 minute, you know, and this, this home group became my home group. And, um, and it still is today. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I basically, uh, I'm in and out of sobriety. I'm 21 years old. I love AA and, and, um, you know, uh, I, I just, I couldn't stay sober and I, I, I didn't know what the steps were. I didn't, I didn't understand. And, and I just was in and out, in and out. And finally I'm, I said, I'm going to get sober for a year to get my friends and family off my back. So I get sober egoically for one year. And, uh, I remember going to that nine 30 meeting on my one year and reverse taking my cake like Josh did and reversing out of that Alana club. <laughs> I'm done with these people. I'm done with AA, you know, like I didn't see it's a relapse. I thought it was a goal. I said, clearly I'm not an alcoholic, you know, obviously I just proved to you, I can get sober for a year. And, uh, I remember reversing and I sworn to all my friends. Perfect. I swore to all my friends that, uh, I was just going to keep it to wax for the rest of my life. And I bought my friends $2,500 dab rig. My friends had five, 10, $15,000 pieces. We were all in an eddy glass. I didn't even want to smoke flour. I didn't want to do drugs. I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to do raves. I just wanted to smoke wax. And I remember filling up this, this bong, uh, with alkaline water at 11 months sober, just listening for the rumble. And, and it just, is just how sick I am, you know, and I go to my friend's house and I take this rip and, and I throw away your sobriety. And all of a sudden Barack Obama was talking to me through the TV and helicopters are in trees and cameras are after me and they're there. And, you know, I'm Jesus Christ and all this stuff, you guys, the nightmare starts. And uh, so I had to take nine more ribs to take care of that. And the next thing you know, you guys, I'm driving up <laughs> ice cold Corona. And I'm, I'm slicing lime, putting it down the neck. You know, and my friends looked at me aghast. Like, dude, you just swore you weren't going to drink. I'm like, dude, let's get messed up right now. What are you talking about? You know? And so that's my allergic reaction, you guys. Anything mind altering, anything in the neck up. You, I could swear to everything that I'm never going to do this. And every single time, time and time again, I have a domino effect. When I do anything mind altering, I don't know what's going to happen next. And so for the nine month, next nine months, you guys, when I control it, I can't enjoy it. When I enjoy it, I can't control it. And, you know, normal people change their behaviors to meet their goals. Like my goals were to finish school, but I was changing my goals of finishing school to meet my behaviors, which was lower and lower companions, you know? And finally I get in a sting operation, cut a long story short, December 16, 2013. Um, I get a drunken public and that pit pitiful incomprehensible demoralization that yet again, I'm in a drunk tank. Yet again, alcohol just ruined my life. Yet again, my dad soul in heaven, you know, yet again, my mom, yet again, my brother. I just, I literally could not, I knew in my soul, I'm never drinking again. I, I just, I, that was my moment that my obsession removed right there. And, uh, the next day I smoked marijuana. I didn't know I was done with marijuana. And the next day was my sobriety date, December 18, 2013. And I came back here to AA, my same sponsor, my same home group. And I just, I followed those starry eyed people. You guys, there's a, there's, they're in here too. They're all over AA, the starry eyed people, the people that are really doing the deal. They don't even need to talk. You know, these guys, I just wanted to do what those guys did. I've never been to sober living. I've never been to rehab. And I just threw myself at my local South Bend Lana club. I'm going to every meeting all day. I'm 23 years old. I'm going up and down California, young people conventions. And I'm throwing myself in the book and just over three months sober, I'm sponsoring a ton of people. And it's like, am I a newcomer or am I spiritually equipped with facts about myself? You know, it's like, I'm very in the spirituality aspect of this program rather than like the time, like the time will come you know it's like well where are you today where are you now 
you know, I'm in the now, like, where are we right now? You know? And so, um, yeah, over the last, you know, nine and a half years, my life has been 100% property of Alcoholics Anonymous. I've gotten a lot of success. A lot of good things have happened, but the real success is my mom sleeping like a baby 365 days a year. My dad's soul in heaven blazing through the sun and uh, into my heart. And I just get to be a channel of him every day and reflect him, you know, my whole family, my brother, I was the black sheep. My brother looks up to me, you know, the tables turned. It's like, it's unbelievable. You guys, the gifts I've gotten from this program um, and the freedom in this life I've gotten. I'm so grateful for Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, I'm so grateful um, that I've been receptive uh, to this deal. And, uh, you know, if you're new here today, um, my message is, you know, double down on AA, especially when your life gets good especially when things get good and things are going to get really good. You're going to get a level of freedom and all the things you dream of beyond your wildest dream is going to happen. But I've too many friends have died, too many sponsors have died. And I've always been in the center of AA and I've always had the mentality that I need AA more today than I ever have. That's literally been my mentality uh, since this entire sobriety. I need AA today more than I ever have. You know, when I have that mentality, I'm at a place of surrender. And I'm, when I have that mentality, I've had a place of remaining teachable, you know, and, and with remaining teachable, there's no room for my ego. You know what I mean? Like, and that keeps me in the now again, like I need to be in the now because my past and my future is going to eat me up, you know? So, um, yeah, I hope you guys heard something today. If you didn't hear from me, you're definitely going to hear from Josh. And, uh, um, but yeah, I appreciate all you guys. AA's completely stitched my family back up. You know, and uh, I owe my eternity to Alcoholics Anonymous. I, I can never um, repay what uh, you guys have gifted me and my family and, and my life. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an incredible ride. And I, I hope you guys, uh, you know, you guys, I hope you get, if you're new you're here, I hope you guys, you guys do the deal, man. Um, just do, do AA like you, you, you were quick and witty to get the bag and, uh, you know, use that quick and wittiness. Uh, to get the spirit and, and help others. Thank you guys.